A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, and welcome to World Weekly from the Financial Times. I'm Gideon Rachman. Today we're looking at Italy, which seems to be moving towards a new government, based around a coalition between two radical populist parties, Five Star and The League. So what does that mean for Italy and for wider Europe? Joining me on the line from Rome is our correspondent there, James Politi, and here in the studio, Ben Hall, World News Editor. James, how close are we after this long period of negotiation after the elections to actually having an Italian government? It looks like we're very close. Both Matteo Salvini, the leader of The League, and Luigi Di Maio, the head of the Five Star Movement, have basically said that we're inches away from an agreement on a common platform, a sort of German-style contract to run the Italian government together. There would be a few more steps required. Um, They would have to pick a prime minister to lead the coalition. They would have to submit the contract to their respective party members to get their approval. Then they would have to um, sort of select a slate of ministers and it would all have to go to Parliament for a vote of confidence. But it looks like uh, we're getting there. There's still a danger that it could all fall apart, but we're about as close as it has gotten. So give us a bit of background. I mean, these are two parties who've never been in the central government, have they? Or was the League briefly in coalition? The League traditionally was part of Silvio Berlusconi's coalition governments. He was prime minister uh, three times. But it was a different league in a way. It was a sort of secessionist, federalist league. It was not a sort of nationalist right-wing party in the same way that um, Salvini has turned it into. And Five Star Movement has absolutely never been in government. The closest it has come to sort of running anything politically is sort of the city of Rome and the city of Turin, where it holds the mayor's office. Now, these two parties are both labelled as populists, but they do have substantial disagreements over Europe, over migration and so on. Do we know what platform they're going to govern on? Well, the thing that unites them, first of all, is just a general condemnation of the political class, which has been ruling Italy for the last 20 years. But they have other things in common, too. They want um, to boost Italy's struggling economy through fiscal expansion and defiance of EU rules. They want to clamp down on on immigration, although they have a slightly different view of how to go about that. And they want to sort of reset Italy's uh, geopolitics to give it more of a a pro-Kremlin tilt and shift it a bit further away from the Atlantic Alliance that has been sort of the traditional posture. Well, Ben, I mean, all three of those pillars will set alarm bells ringing in Brussels, some in NATO headquarters as well. Looser fiscal policy, tighter stance on migration, more pro-Russia. What do you think the EU will do? Well, I think European policymakers and the financial markets to a degree are belatedly waking up to the 
potential radicalism of this new government and how it could really unsettle things. I think up till now, they've tended to think that there's a lot of talk and a lot of bluster from Italy. But at the end of the day, the Italian establishment, and the pro-European establishment will assert itself. In particular, the president, Sergio Mattarella, this sort of institution who will keep these populists in check will prevail. But I think we've seen in recent days that actually they do have some very radical ideas. They're going to be unpredictable and hard to control. And they are going to be potential really big disruptors for Europe. Mm. I mean, just to take the fiscal stuff, particularly, Italy is what the third largest economy in the Eurozone has been in deep economic trouble. But if they, as some projections say, bust the budget deficit to up to 5.5% of GDP, that is a recipe for confrontation with Berlin and Brussels, is it not? Yes, almost immediately, if they do push through these ideas for a sort of two tiered flat tax, I think some calculations suggest it would cost the Italian Treasury 50 billion euros, and it would completely break the EU's fiscal rules. They will enter into immediate confrontation, there will be a whole sanctions procedure. But I think it'll be almost worse than that from a European establishment point of view, because the hopes of making any progress on Eurozone reform with more risk taking or risk sort of mutualization between North and South, with the Germans possibly picking up a little bit more of the burden, will be blown out of the water. Any hopes of a kind of move forward on immigration, again, a more European approach, will probably be blown out of the water. And any hopes of holding a common line on Russia are also going to be a lot harder with this government in place in Rome, I would have thought. So uh, the question is, I guess, James, do they really mean it? The markets don't seem to have reacted very strongly. And thinking about it, I think maybe people have at the back of their minds the Greek crisis where we were saying for years, oh, my God, you know, these radicals have come to power in Athens. They're going to blow the EU up. And in fact, in the end, they buckle down. What is the likelihood that actually something similar will happen in Italy? It's obviously hard to say. I think the Greek crisis is in the background. You also hear some people talking about the sort of an Italian-style Trump trade in which, you know, a sudden cut in taxes could actually help the economy and boost the markets. But I think that what's more likely is that this will be a very unpredictable Italian administration in itself, the League and Five Star are actually political rivals coming together. So they might be trying to sort of outdo each other politically and competing politically while they're governing together. I think the most worrying thing that seems to have happened this week is that Salvini seems to, and the League, seems to have managed to bring the Five Star Movement along with it on a path towards more confrontation with Brussels than Five Star, which has been sort of more resistant to that idea of a real collision, had originally envisaged. And if they have now decided that the binding sort of force of their coalition will be antagonism towards Brussels, and they really mean it, then I think that's a serious concern. And what about the migration stuff, which again, as I understand it, has driven a lot of support for the League. 600,000 illegal migrants entered Italy, a lot of them still there, the bulk of them still there. Are they actually talking about deportations or stopping boats crossing the Mediterranean? Are we going to see something quite dramatic happen in Italy? Possibly. I mean, the number of migrants arriving in Italy has dramatically decreased since last year when the current government engineered a controversial deal with Libya. I think that a government led by the League and Five Star would try to actually grind that to a complete halt. 
and stop all search and rescue activities in the, in the Mediterranean. But as you said, the big issue will be their promise to actually deport all the more than 600,000 asylum seekers and migrants in Italy at the moment who have arrived. And it's very hard to do. That may well be one of the promises that can't be met, largely because it depends on the cooperation of home countries and third parties in Africa and the Middle East who may not be willing to go along with these plans. But certainly the League and Five Star are looking to engineer some kind of a crackdown. The question is, you know, can they actually perform that because they need the cooperation of third countries and, you know, what it will look like if they do. Okay, and so then just to conclude, Ben, I mentioned the parallel with Greece, which is the last crisis. I suppose the difference with Italy, or many differences, but the most important is scale. I mean, Italy is, I think, what, the third or fourth largest debt stock in the world. This is a major player, not just in Europe, but in the global economy. Yes, I think that's exactly the big difference. Greece was small enough, essentially, for eventually European policymakers to ignore and it got to the stage where even some of them were willing to see Greece leave the euro and were not too fearful of the consequences. I think Italy is a whole other kettle of fish and it's so big and important in terms of the eurozone economy and the debt stock as you say and just the whole political impetus behind monetary union and and European unification that it would be a much more disruptive and existential threat, actually, to the Eurozone and to the EU in general. And it's a kind of historic moment, isn't it? Because traditionally, Italy was the big driver of European integration, the most federalist country there, the Treaty of Rome, after all. And I think the underlying story is just how Italian public opinion has flipped and is now significantly hostile towards European integration, especially younger voters, which is really quite extraordinary. But it tells you a lot about how Italy has suffered from its time in the Euro with weak growth and high unemployment and a lack of opportunity and hope for a lot of people. And now, unfortunately, the European project is sort of paying the price for that. Okay, well, with that cheerful thought, we'll leave it. Thank you very much indeed to Ben Hall here in the studio and to James Politi in Rome. That's it for this week. Until next week, goodbye. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellincat.com.